and welcome everybody after 18 months. We're so happy to be here. And we want to thank everyone, um, everyone who's here in the studio helping us tape right now, all the folks who've stayed with us during uh, really challenging times that haven't even stopped yet. Um, it, it's been very bad for a lot of people. There's been a lot of hurt out there. But what we've worked really hard on over the last 18 months is keeping our Guitar Tales community alive. Uh, we worked with Scart guitar Mrs. Engel, um, our publicist, Riverview Studios, and what we did was we switched over and a lot of good, in a very sad way, has come out of COVID. So we started the Fireside Chat series where we met a lot of people we wouldn't otherwise meet, and that's going to stay alive. And what's really nice is through the whole thing, we talked to everyone at Riverview, and they helped us edit our shows, they helped us promote our shows, but here we are, back in the studio again. Uh, we're very, very happy to be here, and thank all of you folks for sticking with us. The numbers on Facebook and on Audible and on Spotify have been crazy for Guitar Tales. Scott's done a fabulous job of getting everything we do as a podcast. So if you're interested, if you have a long ride and you uh, wanna stay a week, awake, uh, give us a listen. Uh, you can literally say to your phone, play Guitar Tales with Dave Cohen, and it'll start playing for you. Um, Audible you can do, Spotify, Facebook, watch, everything is there. But right now I wanna thank our guest. I've been giggling since the minute you got here. <laughs> Because we're going to have so much fun tonight. Vic Ramos, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, it, it's my pleasure. It's our pleasure. Uh, we have so many guests. I don't know if you guys can sort of uh, pan around over right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, about eight guests. We had a ghost move one of our guests. We have these two guys here. Right. Uh, right. You are not just a guitar maker, not just a luthier, but you're an artist who does it. Yes. So, so. We, we have so many guitars to talk about. This is a gear show tonight. Okay. And uh, I, I want to know what got you into, first, the more conventional builds that you worked on, and then what got you, as, as I think you said, a little crazy. Yes. What happened was I had a little too much time on my hands, and I was buying Les Pauls okay. uh, to collect. And uh, uh, I just got it in my head that, hey, maybe I can make a guitar. So I... <clears throat> Got together some wood, watched a whole lot of YouTube videos, okay. and made my first guitar, and it was horrible. Okay. It was firewood. Wow. Uh, it took a number of years before I really learned how to set a neck, and I did a lot of sanding. I ruined a lot of maple. Right. And uh, it, was, it was a fun thing to do. And as you, as you build, you get a little bit better each time, up until the point where you have a playable working guitar that doesn't feedback like crazy or look like my nose. Right, so, right, right. So, uh, and the intonation, I'm sure, is a challenge. I learned to do setups, uh, intonations. Uh, I learned about the, the spacing of the neck and the tailpiece and the bridge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the electronics, shielding is so important. I found that out the hard way. Oh, yeah, and You yeah. plug it in and you hear, Right, because so, when, you, when you dig out the guts, I'm pointing at it. The only guitar you have that doesn't have guts that I can see I'm pointing <laughs> yes. at. So if you look at the guts, if you pull that out, there's usually like a little piece of metal back there. They make almost a aluminum foil. They make a copper tape. And so okay. you're, going to, you're going to solder a ground wire to the copper tape and just line the whole thing with copper tape. And it's almost as good as, it, as if it was uh, contained in a 
uh, aluminum box, which gotcha. is what, what Gibson does that. They actually put a, a box around their electronics. Interesting. Now, I want to go further back in time. So we've got the basics of what you do. Uh, let's go back to high school. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have a drink. Oh, I'll drink to that. Cheers, by the way. Cheers. So, so you're back in high school. Mm -hmm. Are you a guitar player yet? Uh, badly, very badly. Oh, I, so, I had well, a let's toast again because I suck on guitar. Oh, I had there a paper go. route. Okay. And right. mom made me save most of my paycheck. Hi, mom. <laughs> I'm famous. <laughs> but uh, uh, and I saw a Guild Madeira at the Harmony Hut in 1974. Okay. How old are you? 14. Okay. And I, I begged. Okay, I did the math. I okay. begged them. Yeah, I was born in 60. Okay. I begged my parents, and my mother and father went back and forth, and finally I was up, able to spend $110. Isn't on it a, funny how we remember? <laughs> my Tisco was like $25. Oh, there, my there you go. My four pickup Tisco. There you go. I think yeah. it was a single pickup Guild Madeira. It was uh, metallic cherry, Is, was double it cut. Okay, was it electric? Everybody? Yes, it was okay. electric. Okay. So I had no amp. So like an SG stylish kind of guitar? Something like that, but the rounded horns. Very rounded horns. All right. Uh, and uh, uh, we, I used an old Bogan amp. Oh, those are nice. <laughs> a tube? Yeah, it was tubes. Like yeah, everything was Bogan. tubes. Not, not a guitar Bogan, right? It was a Bogan something. I, had I a don't Bogan remember. That, that was a high-end company back then. It had a six-inch cone in a... It was a, 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 I guess what they call a, uh, an over and under. You have the amp and you have the. Oh, so you had a one piece. Cause yeah, it was one piece. Because Bogan was like a high fidelity company that made high end tube stereo equipment back in the day. I didn't even know what I was looking at. My father was in the Air Force in electronics. So okay. when he came home, he brought all these boxes of stuff. Right, right, right. Plugs and speakers. And I, I, I got to tell a funny story. I yeah. once plugged a speaker into the wall to see what it would happen. And the cone blew across the room and I got oh, shocked. That's, oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> I learned, that's how you learn. Now, did someone have an iPhone when that happened back in the No, thank God, thank God. I'll never run for office. Yeah. <laughs> so so you're, are you in bands at all or is it just you sitting in your bedroom playing guitar? Uh, I would set up everything on the deck and I had a, I had a 12 inch reel to reel Really? And I would play badly and record it and play okay. it back, and the neighbors would complain. Okay. Uh, we were in Hardiston, New Jersey, and we had an What's acre. That? That's Sussex County, okay. up in the, up in the what they By call the, water gap, right? the Pimple Hills of Sussex County. Okay. But near the water, near High Point. Okay. So it's way up there. Right, right, right. Um, and uh, I, we, I was in a band, and we were horrible. Okay. What was the name of your band? Well, uh, I performed at high school. It was Vic and the Red Raiders. Oh, I love that. Vic <laughs> and the Red Raiders. That's a good name. And we played during the last For assembly. For a shitty band, it's a good name. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, the senior year we played, and I borrowed Tom Apilla's bass, and it was t I turned it too loud, and all you could hear was me thumping away. Oh, that's fun. And the drummer. And it was, it was a lot of fun. And I sang, Can't Get Enough of Your Love. Well, you know, if you guys were good enough to play at a high school event, you were... I have to be careful because Scott's. We were horrible. Here. Scott is in the building, and he was in my horrible high school band. Oh, okay. No, I was in his horrible high school band. Uh, so, all right. So you're a guitar player. Not really. Right. So you're you're a guitar hacker. A right? guitar, yes. That's okay. That's perfect. And did you ever stop playing guitar, or is that your whole life has guitar been a yes. steady theme? Yes. Okay. I stopped. What happened was I got in with a band that had all the pieces 
uh, all the players they needed. I wound up doing lights. So I built lights out of peach cans. Really? And I would light in a Pacon, New Jersey. There's 110 bars around. So we would play at Pappy's Roadhouse, okay. close the bar down at, say, 2 o'clock, and then we'd bar hop. Really? Until four. Everything closed at four. With the band or with you guys just drinking? With the band. And then okay. I'd drive home uh, about 40 minutes. Okay. Blind. Okay. Back so in the God day. had my back because there's no way. I, I fell asleep in the 1969 Fury 3 going down the road at 70 miles an hour. And you fell asleep. And I woke up just before the light, which was red, and I was able to stop. Wow. Yeah, somebody took care of you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Those were wild, fun days. Right. So. so then you keep going. And is there ever a time when just music leaves you and you came back to it? Or was music always? Yeah, music, music really left. Uh, for a period of time, uh, I wound up uh, working as a, there was a, a college stint and I hated office work. So okay. I wound up working in the trades. And uh, there was a point where I put everything away to uh, help raise three stepchildren. Okay. It was time to put everything away and, and you know, the priorities. Right. Sometimes you don't have time to sit around and hack. No, I know. And, and I wasn't, I even stopped building because really? everything was, uh, I was, I was the, what would you call it? The helicopter stepdad? Okay, right, Soccer, right. karate, lacrosse, you know, pick this one up, uh, drop that one. So now in then, the trades, what were you doing? I do a little bit of everything, okay. but I started in 1981 as an electrician's helper pulling very heavy wire through a four-inch pipe in a button-making factory in Englewood, New Jersey. Well, I'm looking here. You've got the Popeye forearms going on, <laughs> right? Like you're someone I wouldn't arm wrestle. <laughs> well. But you look like someone who's worked hard. But you weren't, during those years, you were not doing creative building, per no, se. nothing. Nothing okay. like that. Uh, I was trying to survive. Those were the 80s. So you, you, were, you were making your nut. You were taking care of your stepkids, trying to well, be a good Well, the stepkids came much later, but when I was, I was single for a long time and okay. uh, just had a good time. Now, do you have a history in art? Because, uh, you know, as we get into talking about all the things you built, you've got artistic, really in a really good way, you have artistic tendencies and artistic flair about you. I think that... Uh, I think that flair exists in everybody. It depends on whether they want to develop it. I, I think right. everybody has a certain gift of something. Uh, the thing is that it, if you don't have the time, if you're always working two jobs to pay off your college loans, right. you're not going to be thinking of some heavy metal song or some Beatles love song. You're going to be like, oh, man, my life, i got to drive from A to B. And I'm, I, at one point, I was sleeping in the car between shifts because wow. I was working out on Long Island and I was, you know, I was trying to pay off college loans, so I've, I've lived in a lot of different places. And uh, if you don't have the time, yeah, or 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 if you're not motivated to create, you're you're if you're uh, concentrating on survival and paying off debts and stuff, right. you know your your mind turns to a more regimented, less creative. You sort of shut that out. Right now, did you during the, that period of time when you're just trying to survive, yeah. you know, put food on the table, make your rent or mortgage or what have you? Did you feel those thoughts in your head, like, you know, you, that sort of yelling at you, I want more? Yes, because I was making sculptures out of keys. Like, so there you I go. was drawing pictures in notebooks. It doesn't, you try and stop, you try to stop it. Yeah, <laughs> but, right. But it comes pouring out of you. And then, and then uh, what happened was the kids, in, it, a couple of years ago, the kids were out of school. Yeah. I had no ambitions to do anything but oil paint. I love portraiture. Oh, wait, 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 wait. 
<laughs> you fucker. <laughs> so there's a whole, there's, all right, so let's come back. Now I want to talk about that. So this artistic side of you. Right. So you want to come back to oil. I want to start at your oil. So when did that Maybe start? Maybe we start before that. Well, okay. the, the wife wanted to get me out of the house during the evenings. Who wouldn't? I know. <laughs> and uh, I, had, I had just quit uh, Bordentown Community Players, which I had, a, I guess, a five-year run with them and did seven or eight or nine plays, and I loved it. Loved being on stage. There's, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's, there's a hyperactivity to it that so, so I can focus. So you're an actor, too. Uh, Part-time, I was. This is fascinating. Uh, but I went out for, uh, what was it, Jesus Christ Superstar at the Mercer County College, yep. and all the off-Broadway guys there, and they can sing high C, so I wasn't getting a part. Right, right. So I was home, and uh, Betsy's like, I gotta get him out of the house. She gets me for my birthday a gift certificate. So what year are we at right now? Oh God! Ballpark. This is ten years ago. So ten years ago, you've got you've already had the yeah. act. You've had the acting bug. I've had the acting bug, and and it, the the they people stopped going to theater. That's what right. happened. Okay. We just couldn't financially keep the going. Theater, the, the small local the, nonprofit. We were theater playing in Crosswicks. We were yeah. playing in a high school in uh, yeah. Burlington, I think it was, and uh, so. I got a gift certificate, and I wanted to draw castles. To draw castles? Yeah, to, to go to Zena Uman, who lives right across from the high school, and to get me out of the house. Right. And I, she's like, what do you want to do? Oh, I want to draw castles. So I start to take lessons from her in perspective. So what, what, what planet, uh, uh, and I think it's so cool. So of all the things for the plastic arts, as they say, mm -hmm. what made you attracted to castles? Is it, is it the structure, the Oh, I always wanted to live in a castle. Okay. And my grandparents had a house with a turret. And the turret on the first floor was the dining room. And right. on the second floor was a huge closet with racks of clothing. And my sister, Annalisa, and I used to chase each other around in the racks. There was a secret staircase going up from, like, next to the dining room up. So, so we would run up and down any time we visited. So there's a warmth to the memory of a style of architecture that brings you to castles. Yes. So you're almost trying to reconnect with a happy youth. With a happy childhood, yeah. Well, that's great. And the funny thing is, when I went to Ireland and saw how drafty castles were, that cured me. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> because they're, they're big and empty and they're cold as heck. Well, but yeah, you know what it's like? It's like in the middle of summer, we'll get all wistful for the beautiful snowfalls in winter. So you have to we, shovel it. Yeah, and until you freeze your ass. So, so yeah. uh, I did a whole book of drawings, and I kept going past the, uh, the initial stage. And then I was like, I'd like to paint uh, Adam and God from the Sistine Chapel. Wow. So I downloaded some high-quality uh, GIFs, I guess they are, from, yeah. from the Internet. And by the way, the stuff available on the internet is better than seeing it in person because I've, I've done both. Wow. And the Sistine Chapel is this small little venue with 40-foot ceilings. And after you've been in St. Peter's with 100-foot ceilings, yep. the chapel is actually a chapel. Yeah, yeah. So the pictures are better than being oh, there. Yeah, I was at St. Peter's, and it's, oh, okay, it's hard yeah. to see. It's yeah. hard to see up that high. Yeah. But you are blown away by the spirituality and oh, yeah. just being yeah. there the whole trip yeah. to Rome. Right. But anyway, so I wanted to oil paint. And I didn't know anything about oil paints. And one instructor yelled at me because I was licking the paintbrush. And he says, cadmium red and cadmium yellow are radioactive. You're going to go crazy. And you're like, too late. <laughs> yeah, it's too late for that. I was a Ritalin baby, so what do I care? Right, right. So I got into oil painting, and I love portraiture. Really? I, I so, just now, fell right into it. And you, and you had a, a comfort level, and, and that, putting humility aside, I'm taking you had some talent for that. 
I'm a, an A minus right. portrait painter. Maybe an A, maybe an A minus. That's great. Because I don't get everything perfect, but I've done a series of presidents and they're hanging in, they're hanging in the courtroom in town oh, in, really? in uh, uh, Columbus. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so, in the uh, so at the uh, municipal court. Yeah. Oh, that's I've been there many times. Oh, okay. I, so uh, if you see any oil portraits yeah. of, uh, so I have a, I've, I did I, Lisa Lisa Mona's older sister. Because uh, you you never get anything perfect, but you put a little bit of yourself, and all the self portraits of the president sort of look like me. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but, so so as you, so with, with your childhood, yeah. did you, you know when you would be in art class. Were you, did you, were you good at it, or is it more like later in life you just... Oh, became... I bloomed much. I was a late bloomer, physically and, and mentally. Right. When I was young, I was a big-time chess player, okay. but, but I wasn't thinking about the arts at all. But I was drawing. My sister gave me a high school book that I had that I left during a, you, you one of my moves. You were confident at that point. I was drawing muscle guys. Right, right, because it's easy. <laughs> 14 year olds. And you draw the smaller and the yeah. smaller. Right, yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, I guess I was a late bloomer, and... Uh, it's just, I also opened myself up. Right. I said to myself, I'm going to open myself to ideas wherever they come from, good or bad, and then I'll sift through and decide. So to make a long story short, a couple of years ago, my doctor said, oh, your PSA... Oh, you can make a long story long on this show, okay. by the way. Okay. Your PSA levels are high, okay. but you're Latino, and they run hotter. Uh, but just go to the urologist and see. Well, yeah. I had cancer. Oh, wow. And I had had cancer from three to five years already. Oh. So they found out that it was all contained, and they pulled it out, and I'm right. fine. Right, I'm perfect right. now. I've had many tests, yeah. zero of, of PSA. Good. Uh, but when they tell you you have cancer, you immediately go deaf. Meaning? You don't hear anything. You're sitting at the table with... Five guys, and they say, right. "Oh, your test came back positive." Bang! Everything, world everything is... shuts down. Yeah. I'm going to die. So, uh, of course, I wasn't going to die because, but, but the shock of it. And that, and that. So, I'm taking it that that did something to your artistic sensibilities and realigned your. I had been doing art for many years, but. Uh, but that was a sentinel event. Oh yeah. So how did Big it, time. How did it affect your art? Um. Well, I went through the five stages of grief, I think it's called, yep, where yep. I was going to eat 35 uh, nuts of a certain fruit to get rid of the cancer, which yeah, wasn't going to work. That works. The yeah. internet is a great place. Everything on it's you true. You get all your medicine off the internet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, uh, what happened was I got back and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do my. I'm going to do what I love. I'm going to create. So and that's I, where I'm going to. Yes. I put. I, yeah. I on. put back. I put the recording studio back together. I got, a, I got a garage band, it's cheap and easy, but I got a 32-channel board. I, I have a wonderful, a very expensive microphone I'm still making payments on that okay. I should never have bought because I'm not Frank Sinatra. Right. But, but you can sing, which is great. I, I'm working on an album now called Alternator. It's about chicks and cars. <laughs> and, and it's just, I'm having the time of my life. Oh, that's but fantastic. The, that's are you, are that's you, switched. Are you every piece of that band? Uh, I have I have drum tracks. Okay. I can't play. I, I even bought drums after I went through the rehab, and yeah. I'm like, no, I can't do this. And my brother is a proficient dr drummer. Oh, really? But I, and, and he plays banjo wonderfully. But I'm like, no, I can't do all this at once. It's too much. Right, right. But I can play bass, and I have a number of keyboards, and you could do all that. And I have you could like sing. I have like 
50 guitars? I don't know. 50 guitars? I lost count. Well, I made a lot of guitars, but I also have the seven Les Pauls and the uh, Fender Strat and a fretless honer that I gave to my brother, which wow. I should never have given him because I love that guitar. He's a jerk. <laughs> so, all right, so I want, this is, like, we could do five hours, but we can't. So, all right, so here you are, you have this Sentinel event, and I, th I feel like it, it realigned your priorities. Is that fair? Yeah, because you only get a certain amount of time on this orb. That's what they tell us. And, and yeah. well, it's true. And, and when your friends from high school start dying, yeah. then you're like, some, some very popular people passed in the last five years, and I'm like, you know what? I better go do what I love, and the only way I'm going to be remembered is by what I produce, the right. art I produce. And, and, and being remembered is, is sort of what makes your mark permanent, right? Yeah, I mean, if most of us live on through our children. Right, right. So I raised, helped raise three, and they're wonderful. Right. But I want to have something that in 500 years people say, oh, yeah, that's a Ramos. <laughs> <laughs> Never going to happen, but, you know, it's well, something to well. strive for. They're, you know what? They're going to remember this tape right here. Oh, yes. yes. We'll, yeah. Be, yeah. we'll be on the other net. The other <laughs> net, we'll call it. Whatever's right. next. Yeah, that's right. Whatever's that's right. next. It's just going to be a chip that gets implanted <sighs> in our heads. You're reading my mind. Yeah, I just did. Yeah, but, you did. Um, all right, so, so you, you get this 10-ish years ago, right? Is that when you had the cancer, or was it more recent? Uh, two years ago. Oh, it was two years two ago. Year, yeah. So it, the kids being out of the house and stuff didn't trigger anything, really. Right. But this is a salient event that just hit me like a ton of bricks, and it was like, yeah. okay, what are you going to do? And then my brother gave me a pep talk. He goes, now you got all the time in the world. Right. What are you going to do? So I put everything back together, and I'm recording every night. I'm singing. I'm working on We Are the Champions right now, and I have a one octave, one and a half octave, and he's got a four octave range. Right, right. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking lessons on YouTube. I'm fortifying my voice. So what's really cool, I have this theory, and I talk to a lot of our guests about it. Mm -hmm. You know, from a creative point of view, you know, like I like, I'll bring him up. I hope he's not listening. Like, you know, Phil Collins, I, I think he kind of spent his creativity. I think it's kind of gone. You know, like I feel like, you know, we oh, look. He had a good run, though. He had a great run. Even Elton John, there's certain people that use it up, but then there's certain people. So you, you weren't really taxing that much of whatever um, your muse gave you. Your muse gave you, you know, 500 cc's of creativity or whatever right. he or she gave you. And you weren't really using too much of it up until recently. And now you've got this incredible, I mean, you were doing other things. You know, I forgot about in 1981, I had a Tascam 4-track, and I had 110 songs. Wow. And I was just producing and, and working the two jobs. Wow. And producing. I lived in a room in Englewood. Doing all that. Wow. <laughs> During all that and hiding the equipment under the bed. Well, another interesting thing, though. And, and that came and went. Yeah. But, and then I put that down. And but you keep switching gears, and maybe that's how you keep your, your artistic creative energy. You know, like, it, let, let's say, like, as an example, if you had that Tascam or, the, you know, the newest iteration, you would just use, I don't know, my phone here, but you would just, you know, use an iPhone. You could probably right. do it with GarageBand yeah. or yeah, something. You could, yeah. But, you know, you'll, you'll um, exhaust a certain amount of creativity, but then you maybe go back to real life, and that kind of recharges your batteries. And then when you come back, you're doing this, or, you know, you're doing painting, or you're doing recording again, or building. And I wonder what it is that's allowing you you know, um, you know, we're, we're in, I'm four years younger, but we're similar in age. Right. You've got a boatload of creativity still in you, and I wonder if it's, it's the switching gears from one medium to another is what's doing it. It really helps because if I get really 
hung up on a, on a, on a bridge on a song, and I can't yeah. get to the next thing. I might go paint a still life, which, by the way, never do, because you can't give them away, okay. still lifes. But okay. I actually, I'm missing painting. I haven't picked up the brush in, I guess, a while. But, but I will go and draw a guitar a concept for something right. and then come back fresh. Right, right. Because you've got like you've got a big I could I could feel it emanating from you. You've got a big <laughs> reserve of creative energy in you, and oh, you've, you've you. gotten this amazing outlet. But I also have the time. Right. And most people I've got a luxury most people never get is yeah. that they work until they retire and they're exhausted and they have right. no room. I was a hyperactive little kid. Right. I was an original Ritalin baby. Right. And I couldn't focus and with the Ritalin it worked, but I should have been six foot six. That's the only drawback. Oh, that's what Ritalin does? Yeah, yeah, it's tons of real. So um, I want to segue a little bit because I sure. realized we've been ignoring our guests. Oh, okay. So, so let's, so uh, two-ish years ago, you have this sentinel event that turns out on the good side of things, right. but it gave you the scare of your lifetime. Right, right. You realign yourself and you figure, you know what? I'm going to now take my creative energy and, and put it toward building. So we Well, have, this is 10 yeah. years. Oh, it is. This is. Yeah, this is quite a while ago I had started because I was doing a lot of basements. Okay. And I had the time and the money okay. to buy. Oh, it's for me. It's the, go <laughs> it's the ghost. That's okay. Hi. Hi, Dad. But anyway, uh, uh, I had the time to right. buy some collector's edition Gibsons. Okay. And I was like looking at the workmanship and thinking I could do it, which I couldn't at the right. time. Right. But. Uh, I learned, so I had put that away too. I sort of lost the well, the look, will to create for a while well, there. I mean, look, the reality it probably has something to do with you being a riddle in babies. That something's going to grab your attention for a while, and then you might get excited about something and come back. And raising kids is exhausting. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the, you know, the soccer and the lacrosse oh, yeah. and the helicopter stepped up, and then they started yeah. dating. Yeah. That, and then you go to pick them up. You got to wait in the car, and I'm like, oh, yeah. oh my God, I'm my father now. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, so I I want to take you yeah at least through the initial steps of making a guitar. I want to hear. And but yeah, but it, let's let's set the stage, okay. and then I want to hear that. So you know, you you've always worked with your hands, pretty much. Pretty your much, life. yeah, yeah. Okay. So you get the bug. You want to learn how to build guitars. Right. And you brought one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, about 11 guitars. And, and by the way, um, although Justin disagrees with us, um, the guitar in the end over there, the saw guitar, as we were getting ready to tape, everyone in the studio watched it jump on its own under its own power. The we do have spirits here at Riverview. The DeWalt guitar, yes. They, yeah. they like that guitar. They do. But the, and they saved it because it jumped, but it didn't fall out of the it stand. Fall, and it could easily have fallen. And literally about, and probably about eight or nine of us in the studio, we all saw it. And it weighs 20 pounds. Yeah. So that, and when that goes down, it's going to make a noise. Yeah. So you brought a bunch of guitars. Yes. Uh, I'm currently, as we start our story, most intrigued by the one in the middle over here. The coffin. That's number six. I've sold five, I think, now. Oh, so, really? Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I built one for me, and that's for sale. Anybody, <laughs> anybody want to buy it? I can it, it, build another. That's the one I carried in from your car. It's yes, very yes. Cool. All right, so let me, I, I'm going to shut up for a minute and let you give us the narrative, because you wanted to show us, under that very cool hat, how the process starts. Okay. Uh, as a segue, I did make a, uh, a COVID mask for myself. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I have the same one at home. Yeah, I'll bet you do. <laughs> they they uh, made these uh, in the 14 and 1500s and stuffed them with spices, thinking that they would pre prevent the plague. Really? It didn't work. 
I bet it didn't. So anyway, so first I get an idea for a guitar, or I see somebody else's guitar that's grossly overpriced. Right, and right. I'm like, I'm not paying. I, I can show you a guitar that it was $1,200, and I'm like, are you kidding? Right. And it was made on a CNC machine, so there was no artistic carving. There was no sanding. Nobody cut their What's hands. What's a CNC machine? Uh, a a computer-controlled cutter. Oh, OK. Uh, so you put a billet of wood or aluminum even on it. Yeah. You set the. Uh, the program and it'll cut you a perfect less like a 3D printer almost. That's, yeah, that's what they're okay. doing now. And they have a five gang CNC printer over at Gibson and they're pumping out these $5,000 guitars five at a time. Wow. And, and they just run 24 hours a day. Uh, so, and they say, we don't have enough guitars. I looked right. it up. We sell between a million and a half and two and a half million guitars in the United States every year. Wow. Uh, and it's down to 1.1 million with uh, last year because wow. people were just home. And it was hard to get materials, and it was hard to get the guitars. Is that pine on top? Uh, this is a piece of uh, no, figured maple. Okay. And you can see a little fire right here. I don't know if you can get close enough to see it, but I, I go through every pile of wood at every hardware store anywhere I can find. Wow. And, and at, yeah, the marbling, is that the right word for it? Yeah, of flame or marble or okay. figure. Okay. And uh, see, this piece is kind of dead, and then it repeats itself. So I'll take, I'll get an idea for a guitar, I'll draw it out. Right. Then I'll take a piece of wood, and I'll cut it down the middle this way. Okay. And if you cut it down the middle, then you have two mirror images, and you put oh. them side by side, and that's called book matching. That makes perfect sense. And then you have, you have a mirror image. It's beautiful, right. really impossible to do. And is that going to be almost like a laminate for the surface? Yes, this will okay. be the maple top. Okay. It'll, be, it'll be a little less than 3 eighths of an inch thick, but okay. maple is so stiff that it will, it resonates and it, it sounds almost like an acoustic guitar if it gets thin enough. Wow. And I have made it thin enough where it cracks. Okay. <laughs> You've got to get rid of the so, guitar. So what do you, what, what is your um, equipment to cut something that thin in half? I use a t uh, typical table saw and work my way through. Yeah, because I, I know I couldn't do it's that. It's dangerous. Yeah. It's difficult. I've had pieces of wood fly the other way. You lose oh, your grip oh, and I it almost flies. I lost my hand last night on my, on my tabletop. <sighs> oh, it's so dangerous. Yeah, I had, I had a block of cedar that I'm cutting okay. to make um, uh, coasters for my daughter okay. because it's so fragrant. And I was down to one this big, and I thought, oh, I can cut an inch off of that. And I don't know what happened, but as it caught it, I just, like lightning, looked the other way. It jerked my whole hand. And I looked down, I'm like, all right, there's no blood. And, That's and, good. And by the way, reminiscent of something about Mary. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking around, I can't find the piece that flew oh, out. Damn. I have no idea where it went. Okay. I was like Ben Stiller, except it was less embarrassing. Yes. I was alone and it was a piece of wood. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, that was just last night. So, and then my fingers didn't hurt too badly, but it was scary. Uh, so you got that. So, okay, so, so you, then, yeah. you bookmatch this, and you wind up with something similar to this. Oh, let me hold Here that. you go. That's been stained and sanded and stained and sanded maybe four times. Oh, look at that. That's so, a nice. So, so that's a black, and then there's the red. And I just keep oh. working it. You and, keep. And what are you going to, so this is, well, like, is this like 600, 800 grit, the sandpaper you're going to use? I go this? to 3,000. Wow. Actually, you know what I go to? The last thing is I Steel put the nap down, newspaper. Really? Crumpled up newspaper, just that last little bit of wow. of uh, 
of grain that has to go down. Oh, that's so this, this is book match. This was this piece, very similar yeah, to this. See, a, Cut down the middle, flip it over. You're going to see the seams and all the nastiness that you had to go through to get there. All right, yeah, because yeah, there's a lip over here. Now, because all my guitars are hollow, all I have to do is make sure that this area here and this area here is flat. Right, right. You can have a seam in the inside. Right, and you know, even this little bad boy here, yeah, there's that, a lip over here. That'll sand care. right out because I'm just going to put a a, a, like a spacer ring. Are I you want going it to, be to sand that out when you finalize it? This is a display piece. Oh, but I mean like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I would, I would sand it out so that the inch going around is perfectly flat. Right, right. That's interesting. Yeah, this, and this is all roughed up, but you don't need this, you don't care about the lip. I don't care about inside. Right. And that's a four piece top. Here's the two oh, little pieces that. that make it just 13 and a quarter, which is a Les Paul size. So what are you gonna do, so you're, what kind of glue are you gonna use when you do uh, this? Tight bound, uh, the, the superior grade. Okay. The most expensive I can find because I want it to stay together forever. So now, because there's a little bit of curve to this, yeah. what, what, is, what is your uh, contraption to, to really bind these tight when you're doing we, it? I will sand a piece of anywhere from mahogany to sarsaparilla to cedar, okay. anything that's, those woods are going to be dark and low toned. The maple is going to be snappy. Okay. And Say that again? I will, snappy. Okay, thanks. All right. <laughs> And and uh, I'm I'm a joy around kids, yeah. but uh, I'll, you're 12 I'll, years old like I'll, I am. Just about. Yeah. I will sand a taper the base. Oh, okay. Yeah, because this you go to this it, side. It's got this, it's almost is, like a this is one piece. a nice belly. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's almost like an arch top, but arch tops are a whole you know, different ballgame. There's ball a game. nice curvature to it. Right. This is super well, thank cool. You. All right. So, so anyway. Yeah. So after. After I've spent so much time sanding and sanding and sanding, here's the initial glue up. Oh my God, look at this. Okay, that's for you. Look at this. The neck pocket has been cut. The electronics have been installed, but not soldered yet, I don't think. There's a pickup. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not soldered yet. yet. You got the pots there's, here. There's a pickup. It's got three or four coats of uh, lacquer on it. So, what can, so let, let me ask you this. Yeah. When you say lacquer, it's not polyurethane or is it? Not poly, it's lacquer. Poly's soft, right? I think that they both achieved the hardness. I just like, uh, poly looks plasticky. I know, I just. And this is more natural. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm building a piece of furniture right oh, now. Oh, okay, I, I go I lacquer. lazied out. No, and if it's furniture, you can use poly. I don't like it, but I, I did it. Um, okay, so you can see it's a little dusty, but. Yeah, but this, uh, there's, there's a hardness to the sheen here. Yeah. That's really nice. And I, I mean, I, if I look really hard, I could see, you know. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. But it's gorgeous. And, and I I'm, think that's a four piece top. Let's see, we've got one, two, yeah. three, four. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the back. It's just a, a regular, this was an experiment. This is only a quarter inch thick. Yeah. That's actually a heavy, heavy and guitar. And look at this, look how cool this is. Yeah, we cut the neck pocket and, and it's pretty hollow in there. Yeah, but that gives it light. a good sound. Yeah, it's very Well, light. for me, that's heavier than what I build now. Yeah, th it, this. Now the ones I build weigh half of that. Wow, yeah, yeah this is. A little bit of heft to it, yeah. But I love this and design. If you flip it over, like you could see the copper tape inside, like oh, rounding yeah. to keep I don't it know, from let's buzzing. See if the camera can pick that yeah. up. There's right in there. Perfect. I could, I'm watching on the camera there. I'm going to sort of do this. You can see the see what's reflecting there is the copper, which is fantastic. Um, I'm trying to read the sign. I think we're 35 minutes in. Wow. 30, look at that. I'm impressed. <laughs> My eyes stink, by the way, Monica. <laughs> it's been like 20 minutes. 
for me. <laughs> they, these shows always go by like lightning because wow. they're fun. So you were talking yeah. about this spacer? Yeah. And for a time, I was putting a spacer in between the tone woods. So this will be a mahogany right. or any number of oh, dark woods. Oh, your creative juices said. I was try I'm always trying to improve the product yeah. and make it hollower. Yeah. So, but you can see that this is a full three-quarter inch thick. There's a yeah. lot of sanding involved to try and get it so that it doesn't leave a dent in your leg when you're playing. Oh, right, right. But, so your cur yeah, so and I also, I also tapered the arm part so that it wouldn't leave a dent in your arm as you're playing oh, yeah. a little so, bit. So right here, yeah, you've got I didn't there, get too carried away. There's a softness to it right there. And, and oh, yeah. Oh, I'm feeling it right here. So, so right here, there is a really nice tapering uh, uh, curvature to it. Yeah. And I don't know how much the camera can pick it up, but this is not flat here. If you look at the, the gap between my hand, let's see, we'll do it like that. There we go. So you can see really nice tapering there. Well, I took a half inch out because there's only yeah. a quarter inch at the edge. Yeah, that, so, yeah. See there, that shows you how much is out. So it's really comfortable. If, if you're in it, yeah, this feels really good right here. And I've even moved way past that and so, turned that into a display piece to show what I used to do. So so now, of the which guitar do you want to start with? Uh, of the folks? Okay, well, we're going to go, I can't really get up. Uh, could we, maybe someone will help us grab one? Or I can. I guess I could reach over, I don't wanna. Let's start with this guy. All right. Okay, so I wanted to make Les Pauls. So this is a piece of mahogany, it's two oh, piece um, back. Oh my God, I'm gonna interrupt you. Yeah. I'm already looking at the back, it's gorgeous. Oh, Wait well thank you. It's, look it's at just that. a guitar. <laughs> that is, well, let me Vanna White it. I wanna Vanna sure, White sure, it. Sure, sure, go ahead. It's heavy, by the way. Oh, it's that a is heavy. It's a solid body Les Paul, except it's tapered the way Les Paul is not so tapered. This all right, let's see if we can get this on camera, just to give people a sense as to how much tapering we have here. That it, was an improvement on the Les Pauls, because oh they're, they're big and boxy. That's what grabbed me, is, is that just the, this curvature right here, it, it's, first of all, it's stunning, oh, uh, because it shows off the wood grain right here. And that's a really deep cutaway right there. It's it was a lot of sanding, all day sand. And yeah. the front's the same. So the front's what do you, also do you use an orbital or what do you use? I use a reciprocating sander and I'll just keep going and going. Is that the same as orbital? Is that the same thing? No, the orbital is a flat five inch disc that That's goes like this. Yeah. But the problem is the orbital leaves marks. Yeah, yeah. And I hate, I. So what does a reciprocating do? It, 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 I have a rigid reciprocating sander that has sanding tubes and it goes, it spins, but it also goes up and down. Oh. So it's very efficient and, and when you get, get it down to 220, it doesn't leave marks. Okay, so now, so what is the finish we have here? Is this a... This is uh, uh, lacquer again. And I... it's, by the way, this is really old. This is probably seven years old. Wow. And it has never been played because I'm always on to the next build. Right, right. This is fantastic and even on this side, there's a, there's really, like on the front, there's a really fantastic tapered cutaway over here, and then on the back. So this, what I noticed when, that's why I interrupted you earlier, this, it gets sharp over yeah, here. Yeah. If the whole thickness of the body is maybe one and a quarter, whatever that is. Yeah. Here, well, it's a quarter inch right here, something like that. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, the body will be one and a half because it's two, three okay. quarter inch pieces. Okay. This might even be uh, one inch, it might be one and three quarter okay. on the thickest part. But I did a lot, a lot of sanding because I it's a beautiful piece of wood. It is. And it was worth the effort just to keep working it. And, I, and I'm looking here, look at look at the sort of the, what would the term be where it gets darker right here? Uh, figure. The figure. There's, there's some figuring there. There's some uh, spalting. Yeah. It, it's, it's, where, it's where maybe a bug got in and started eating it. There's also a knot right here. Yeah, which, so, those are beautiful when you So I've those. seen some beautiful, yeah. yeah. 
So this is great, and it almost doesn't matter because this is all about the craftsmanship. You have two Seymour Duncans on here. Um, really pretty. Oh, thank I, you. I love the creativity of, of the colored uh, pick guard. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. So I, I got a Did piece of- Did you machine of, that yourself? Yeah, I got a piece of diamond plate and heavy duty shears, and then I sanded and sanded and sanded. And That's where you could really get hurt, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's where you could like slice yeah. up a tendon or something like that. Yes, yes. And then the back, nice Agreed. and clean. There's no back entrance. You got it. If you want to work on it, you yeah, it all go goes through the front. The front. Yeah. I didn't want to have a back yeah. access. And you got a nice four bolt next. It's nice and solid instead of the it's, three bolt that my old Strat. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, that was that's when they uh, that was the post CBS. Oh, CBS. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when they went to the three the three bolt necks and they weren't as sturdy. And, and Gibson had its Norlin years. Ooh. Oh, and they, they I could tell you stories. Too? No, but they the workmanship went. Wow, this is so let's oh, see. Which you. one okay. which we, one is next? We have two convenient okay. guys right here. Which one do you want to start um, with? Um before I got crazy, this one. Okay. This is state of the art for me. Oh, it this should is be light. light. It's hollow. It's oh, got a quarter inch top. That's wow. maple again with a mahogany back. The mahogany is routed. So it's totally hollow in there. Wow, this is, this is a, oh look at, oh wait, I can't wait to show the back, but let's start with, with its face. Okay, it's so, face. And that's literally the best I can do for Les Paul. This, it's just such a cool design, it's such a creative, um, uh, such a creative cut. It's almost a, uh, an ovation back. I tried to really take as much yeah. material as I could and make it as comfortable. I didn't arch this, but that's because no, but the you have the bead was, over here, so the bead right. requires you to have a nice sharp edge over here. And when you when you take this edge off, you lose the figuring. Because uh, yeah. the wood is cut at a 45 degree angle to the tree. Yeah. And that's how you bring out the figure that's there. Most trees are not cut that way. And, and by the way, most of the figuring is within two feet of the root. So that's where going, all the so stress is. what does figuring is. mean? Figuring is, is the, the, uh, the ribbon candy look of a piece of wood. Okay. Okay, I want to show the back, because this, is, as much as I love the front, the back, I'm going to sort of do like a, a Vanna White sort of twirl. <laughs> I'm, I'm overusing her name. But this, it, it's so pretty. You've got the real blonde on the front, and then it's sort of brunettish, I guess. But you've got the, the bead that goes around here, which is lighter than the front. And then it, it, then you get the nice contrast here, and it's, it's contoured really nicely. Even like, you, I know you did this creatively. There's a, a cute little bump. Yeah. You probably remember when you had the sander in your hand and you made that creative choice, right? There's reasons for that bump being there on both sides. Probably related to the wood? I wanted it to look like a woman. Oh, <laughs> I, I knew there was something there to it. There we go. I knew there was something to it. <laughs> I, I, you know what? Uh, I think it's Pinin Farini, Farina uh, who designed the, the, not the Testarossa, maybe the other... The Lamborghinis okay. said that a car should be shaped like a woman, and I believe that a guitar should be shaped like a woman. Interesting. So sensual, and you just want to pick it up and play. Right. Well, that, that's interesting because I, I knew it. Like I, I just built a little thing for my daughter, okay. and it was one part where I just sort of did a carve out. I didn't need to, but I just, right. I just felt like I wanted it there. And when I give it to her, I'm going to explain to her that this was an important little choice I made. And I'm looking at this, like you made a choice when you, it's a little sharp right here. Yep. And then you matched it. And this one, I don't know if the camera, I think the camera will pick it up. There's a divot and then it goes sharp. And then there's a little divot and then it goes sharp. And, and it just adds such an interesting creative look. Yeah, it's definitely getting picked up nicely. But right here, 
you divot in and then sharp. Divot in yeah. and then sharp. Very yeah. pretty. I love it. It and was a labor you, of love. I bet it was. And then you did the same thing here now that I feel it. Mm -hmm. It goes in a little, goes in a little, and then up. This is fantastic. And then you, your hardware has all sorts of creative choices going on. You know, the blue I love. And then this sort of cover for the, the hole. Yeah. Hole. It's just, it's creative and it's sort of a, uh, a 60s kind of thing. Like it, it's like a flower child. Yeah, it's thing. a little Mandela I picked up uh, somewhere. And yeah. there's all different kinds of them that you can get at different stores. And, and you're, and you're painting these blue, I take it, right? Yeah, that's not anodized. That's painted blue. Right. All of the hardware. And, and blue and orange are opposites on a color wheel. So I thought that they'd make each other pop. No, it does. This whole thing pops. And even the machine heads, you know, you've got blue here. For the uh, yeah, machine yeah. heads and and on the front the machine heads too. I also even noticed you took black and and the black sort yeah, of faded I wanted to do, it in. I wanted to do something with it, but I wasn't sure. Later on, I wound up putting stingers on the back so wow. to make little little uh, uh, diamonds on the back of it. It's very cool. All right, I think I'm going to okay. make you. Even though I want to talk about him, okay. I want I want Scott brought him over. That is that's after oh, you went crazy. Oh, okay. That is after so you went crazy. so I. Uh, I, I was like, okay, I've made a gorgeous. ten of these. Yeah. Oh, you have. And sold most of them. Okay. And I'm like, I just can't do the same thing for the rest of my life. Us ADD people, we just can't. We can't put Fords together. Right. Right. You know. I'll, so, I have all these ideas all the time. I decide not what what not to build every day, and this is my pano caster. So if I'm hungry, you can I cook an egg on that. Oh, I wouldn't advise it. <laughs> Uh, I cook a lot. But by the way, that was not, that's a, that's Calphalon, which is not cheap. I'm reading. No, well, I cook dinner every night. Yeah. And I love to cook and I go through this stuff. And Calphalons it, are good pants. If I'm not careful, I, we wind up eating the, the coating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't yeah. use any kind of metal on those things. Yeah. So this is a 12 inch, I think. And I took the handle off of another Calphalon and right. bolted it on. So we have the pano caster. Hysterical. You reach, if you can reach over and pick it up, oh, I, I think the it, line is long enough. It's fun and it's, it's heavy as heck. All right. So let's, I'm going to take a look at your cooking put surface. Put this on the side here. All right. I think we'll be okay. No, no, wait. Yep. You good? Yeah. Okay. All right. So this, this is just wonderfully crazy. So first of all, <laughs> Calphalon right Calphalon. here. You got the label. This is a nice heavy pan. It's a good solid pan. What I also like is you didn't buy this pan new to make the product. This pan has seen a lot of good meals. Years of cooking, yeah. Again, I love, I haven't had a Calphalon in years, but I love Calphalon. The <laughs> handles are solid. These are great Calphalon. They're, yep, they're solid. So the front, this is so cool. Um, Another piece of figured maple. Yeah, look at that. So if, if you look carefully, you can see this really nice depth. Um, yeah, the flame moves. Yeah, it, it I love that. Does. It, it, it's nice. You put just one humbucker in here. And it's uh, just something I took off of something else. Uh, and this is an electric grounding bridge. Oh, interesting. And I and got it, from Home Depot. So I can get, a, get a, a tailpiece from Home Depot. And wait, so uh, wait, hold on. So a grounding <laughs> it's, bridge is it's what? It's a ground block for a, uh, inside of an electrical panel. Oh, that's, uh, so I'm looking at it. Let's see if we can get this. I, I'm sure we can. If we can get a tight shot of the grounding bridge. There we go. So the hardware store is, is a cornucopia of ideas for me. I see oh, yeah. other ways to use things you wouldn't see. Right. And you've got some um, pretty heavy, what, 
three-quarter inch bolts holding yeah, it? Yeah, three-quarter inch bolts yeah. holding the screws going through that into the maple, which are pre-drilled, so it's not ever going to move. Right, right. Uh, and and there's a little bend to it, I see. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of stress on those strings. I'm thinking the same thing, yeah, because the strings are trying to fight what you accomplished here. I forget what it is. I think it might be a 1,000 pounds of... It, Fully six strings may ex exert a thousand pounds on the tailpiece. That's not, an interesting sure. statistic. Yeah, Scott, I, did you know that? <laughs> a thousand pounds. That's pretty cool. And then the bridges—that's a real bridge. It's a real bridge, a right. cheap bridge, because the concept was let's just throw together something fun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It didn't have to sound like a, a five thousand dollar guitar. It was just. But this is just so cool, and I would think if you wanted to play it. That's going to do something interesting with the sound. It's, it's very metallic. Yeah, and it's not going to have sustain very much, I would think. It'll right? have tons of sustain. So I'm the exact, but, but because the exact it's, opposite of what because, I Because it's maple, and, and this is never going to move. So real, all right, so let's, let me just try and, to understand this. So, all right, so you've got the maple connected right here. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's got four screws. Yeah, right there. So I would have thought that because of just sort of... Would, it's not going to be warm. It's going to be shrill. That I would expect, but I would not shrieky. expect sustain. I would expect it would dense wood, but not this, but I'm wrong, apparently. It, it'll have a lot of sustain, but it'll be shrill. It won't be a guitar you want to sit and strum. Right. Because when you plug it in, it's going to scream at you. Yeah. Because it's metal, and there's no, there's no uh, resonance. There's no dampening. There's, or, there's, yeah. there's no dampening, but there's no resonance. There's no, no mahogany wow. making you mellow. There's yeah. all maple and, and aluminum. Warm. But, it, but it, it might be the opposite of warm, but it's the exact cool that yeah, you want. You know what? These people put their guitars through three or four pedals, and by the time you do that, the, the soul of the guitar is lost anyway. That, right, yeah, right. I mean, we, we, some of our early shows, I just someone brought a boogie on, and I thought, no, uh, that, that's an amp. Yeah, that's an amp. Yeah. So, all right, just because it's yeah. convenient, I'm going to sure. go this guy. When you oh, the, he's okay, heavy. So, he's so, very oh, heavy. Oh, yeah, he's, he's heavy as heck. So this is uh, uh, my... Alumina, <laughs> which is made of a series of aluminum billets from a job site that I worked, and they were throwing all this crap away. Oh my God, there's a watch on there, I just Yeah, saw. I put a watch, I put a little chain on. See, you're chained to life, but you only have so much time. I love it, I absolutely so, love it. So this is another aluminum ground block from a electrical service box, and this is a rolling bridge, which I experimented with, and they're too flexible really hard to keep the guitar in tuned yeah. or intoned. Right. And, then, and then a cheap, this came out of a, uh, a, a, a Fender Strat copy okay. that I took, I just took it off so to have a pickup. So it's fancy pickup. It, it is a working guitar. I'll show you the back. It's a working guitar and it's horrible. I put <laughs> this in and all you hear is So, but it's a concept. It's just something I thought of, and I have all this stuff lying around. Yeah. So I yeah. might as well make the you know good use of it. Okay. Uh, I'm really. Oh my God, it's <laughs> heavy. I am digging it. There we go. And and, and I cut if you're myself, not careful, play, look, I'm you wind this. up with uh, yeah. So I can cut yeah. myself. That's how on. I play it. Right. Yeah. You put a piece of leather I on your leg. this one. Yeah, I, I've been trying to tune for look like two days, bringing everything in. It's super cool. I love the watch hanging <laughs> from it, the symbolism of it. All right, Scott just brought over. Is that a tombstone? Oh, oh. Uh, yeah. Oh my God, this is crazy. So, so when you uh, look at this, I feel like I'm in Disney World and I'm going through the Haunted Mansion. 
these are actually. Oh my God, there's a cockroach on it. Yeah, I, I did that for fun. <laughs> there's a cockroach and there's a, a big ant in the. In the so here's the cockroach. And the ant's up, up in the uh, tuning pegs. Oh, there's the, that's a pretty damn big ant. And I, love and I made it as dirty as I could because oh I want God. it to be realistic. This it is a working guitar, but it doesn't have much of a sound. Oh, it's it, it, right. The, the bug is in Yeah, and it needs to be tuned. It needs new strings. I but love this. Look, there's even like a little piece of dust right it, here. It's a nice display piece yeah. for the guitar shows. This and the, uh, the, 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 the coffin guitar yeah. were concepts I thought of at the same time. This is fantastic. So I love this bridge. That's right a draw pull from Lowe's. Oh my God, <laughs> that's hysterical. I was about to say you got this from some cool, interesting guitar. No, yeah. it's just a draw pull. And I see, I see like lots of other uses for things I see. So I love the way your brain oh. works is you're looking at things in life and seeing possibility instead yeah. of probability. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. Sometimes you can make things work and sometimes you can't. Right, and, and you only this learn works. when you try. Right, so I drilled a lot of these out. Wow. I ruined a lot of ha hardware to get to that point, wow, but I got but, there. Well, go like this. You've got your fingers, so that's good. I got all my, oh, well, I cut this third of this one off, right. and it grew back. My You're like a lizard. My superpower is healing. Yeah. yeah. And, and I drilled a three-eighth-inch three bit through that, Wait. drilling a guitar, wow. holding the back of it like an idiot. Right, right. And I only realized I was an idiot when it went through and tagged me. Wow. <laughs> so... So, so we have more guitars than we have time. We're, we have a little oh, over four okay. minutes left. Okay, four minutes so left. Scott brought Very that quickly. one over. I want to see that. Very quickly, boy. this is my Psychocaster. Oh my god! And this weighs four hundred pounds. Oh so my god, it does. I got an idea. Holy shit! To make. What is this piece? Is this a sword? Those, those are scythes. I got so uh, those are scythe blades. So I got an idea. Like scythe when you cut like grass. When you winnow, oh. when you winnow hay. Yeah, or when or, you make an interesting movie and there's like some scene and uh, and a guy with a mask. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yes. Yeah, so I made I made a big one called the King Sight. This is a Psychocaster because it's it's modeled after a, a Stratocaster, this maple is, top, mahogany back. Yeah, it, it's actually there's real craftsmanship. So the saw saw blades I had to take a torch to because they're too hard to drill through. They're hardened steel. You got to take oh a torch my to God. them. And you and you you took you put Seymour Duncan's on here. You, you, <laughs> I know. Right? And I like the fact that the bolts are kind of loose. They're just yeah, sort of like fidgets. It's, it's been beat up so much. It's been to so many shows and stuff. But these are nuts with solder poured in them. And then I drill like them the out. Owner. What's that? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> very holy. Thank you. But uh, it was a lot of fun. I made like four or five of them. This is fantastic. So what I love is they're not one-offs. You know, you're you're. I'll make a run of three to six. Right. This is fantastic. And then I'll move on. Wow. Uh, there's a band called The Undead okay. with Bobby Steele from The Misfits. Okay. And his wife, Diana, plays one of those, and she loves it. Hers is a one that extends past the neck. I call it the King Scythe. It's got a huge blade, and she's this little thing, and she loves this guitar. Oh, so she has a good time with it. And, and you know, this would be good for chiropractors if someone started using it, because then they would, like, their back would give out, and then... This but is heavier than the Les Paul. <laughs> oh my God, this is so heavy. It's not neck heavy though. It's kind of balanced. Yeah, it's, it, there's a lot of things going it's, on. And here. you have it. Like you have the connectors for the straps. You're not messing around here. No, it's, it, it's actually a working guitar. Yeah. Uh, and it probably has good sound. It's got a nice solid body here. It's it, plenty of sustain. Uh, yeah, the, the, I would think that these add some rigidity to it. You know, it's crazy. Well, they'll add tone, different tones. Yeah, that's uh, very cool. You want to see a, a, another guitar? I do not. 
Okay. And you know why? Because you, we have no time. We have no time. Okay. So, in about a minute or so, tell me what's next for you. Well, what's, I'm going to finish the album called Alternator. Right. I'm going to. Uh, I want to be in touch. If anyone's interested, I want to write movie scores. Holy shit! I'm, I'm already in the middle of uh, <laughs> like it. a dozen on GarageBand, sort of. Uh, ethereal soundtracks. I'm already working on them. I've been working on them for that's months. That's how you stay creative. And, and you're always in a really wonderful way switching. So that's that's, that's really it. the next step. And uh, doing the honeydew list. Which, yeah, right. Which will take the rest of my life. That is absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Let's do one last toast. Thank you for To you, my friend. Oh, this was wonderful. You know, what, we, what an experience. Thank you. We say here on Guitar Tales, people walk in strangers and we leave friends, and it's true. So, very good, very good. I want to take this chance uh, to thank everyone. Um, I want to start with all our, the people who uh, tune in to Facebook, to YouTube, to Spotify, to Audible, uh, all the different places you watch us. Uh, everyone here at Riverview Studios, I say it on every show, um, take a tour, go on their website. If you need any kind of filming of any kind, check out Riverview Studios. Uh, there'll be a link in the show. There'll be a link uh, for all sorts of great stuff. Standing off over there, my dear friend of almost 40 years, Scott Guitarmacist Engel. That's right. Scott lined up the show. He does our promotion. Thank you, buddy. And here we are. Thank you, everyone. This is season four. This is a show of love. Uh, we try to spread love as much as we can, and I mean that. Uh, we're thrilled to have you guys listening to us. We're thrilled to have you guys watching us and all our dear friends at Riverview Studios. We will be back for more great episodes both here and on Zoom, and thanks to our friends at Riverview, they will be beautifully edited. Everyone, have a wonderful night. Take care. Salud. Salud. One more. One there more. You there you go.